You're listening to From Here with Delia and Dawn. Hi, and welcome back. Uh, This is Delia and Dawn on the From Here podcast. And our theme for today's conversation um, is sustaining. Uh, And I think at this particular moment, there's so many ways that you could interpret that and things that you might be trying to sustain yourself through. So we wanted to just talk about it. Um, I think part of it is that, you know, in preparing for this, you know, Dawn and I were both kind of feeling like, wow, we're still kind of in the mess of this, like trying to figure out like, how do we sustain ourselves? So we thought it would be um, an important conversation to have together and to share with you all. So what do you think about when you hear sustaining at this particular moment, Don? Oh, it's such a, you know, I think this is a timely topic because here in California, there's, um, we're experiencing, I think a whole wave of, um, infections and cases. And we're also at a moment in time where um, school districts are announcing what's going to happen in the fall. Mm-hmm. So talk about sustaining. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, you know, I know I talk to you about this all the time, but I feel like every day the sustaining conversation is such a struggle. Yeah. And I think the thing is that the hardest part is that usually you kind of know, like, I just have to make it through like the summer and then we'll be good, Mm -hmm. you know, but we've been here since March and it's a, it's like not even a marathon. It's like a ultra marathon that we don't know the end to. And so how do you build up enough resources and like strength and like energy to make it through? I think is so much, you know? Yeah. And especially because it's beginning to feel now that there's no end in sight. I know. Right. Especially with the number of cases that we have. Um, I don't know about you, but I mean, sometimes I feel really overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with a sense of like, come on, people, we can do this. Just wear your mask and social distance and we'll be okay. Right. But then every you know, article I see or news clip that I see of people don't, it's like, it just, it just makes me feel like there's no end in sight. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it feels like there's no end. So like, what are you, how are you, how are you coping? How are you getting through? I don't know. You know, it's funny because, and listeners, you know, when Dylan and I were prepping for this conversation, I actually was like, I don't, I need to. <laughs> what are we what, doing? What am I doing? I I don't know how I'm sustaining myself. This is like, I just kind of in the morning. I basically like the night before. I'm like, okay, when's my first meeting? All right. If I wake up half an hour before that first meeting, that's like the, the I'll totally be okay, right? So mm-hmm. I went through that period of time <laughs> where I'm like, okay, half an hour. I can shower. I can get breakfast. I can check on my kid. And I'll be okay, right? And there was a period of time where that was a goal, right? That was like sustaining myself was just like getting out of bed, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what started happening was my body started feeling really awful. I mean, Mm. because of all of the, like all of the working and sitting and I have, I have the, you know, a standing station too. And I wasn't like working out. I used to work out like three, four times a week. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, I got to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you go through that period too, where you're just like, I just got to wake up. 
Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, like I have like a built-in like little alarm clock that like yeah. crawls on my face oh. and says like, <laughs> is it wake up time? <laughs> and every day I'm like five minutes and like, he's like, I think it's been five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> or like, is it five minutes yet? Is it five minutes yeah. yet? Yes. Is it five minutes yet? <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> so I, I haven't had that problem. but <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, okay. So then, okay. So the past couple weeks, I have to say, you know, because I actually had um, uh, therapy earlier today, right? That, yes, I am actually being more intentional about thinking about how to sustain myself. Not mm-hmm. only sustain myself, but then just being more mindful of what is going on. Mind you that it's like, it's still not perfect. Every day is still a struggle, right? Yeah. But I feel like I'm doing a little bit better. Do you feel like yeah. you're doing a little better now? Like I, we're, I what, think so. What, you know, we're day 125. Like, you know what? This is, this, is, this is when you know it's bad. We stop counting. Well, we stop counting at about 100. <laughs> I know I think right. like 105. And then yeah. I just got to the point where I'm like, why am I It's counting? been forever. It doesn't yeah. help anybody. No one feels better. But yeah, you know, I think I go back and forth, you know, because sometimes I'm like, so like, I mean, I have three kids, right? So like the little ones go to bed and then I get to like talk to like the older one and then it's like 11 o'clock. And sometimes I'm like, I went through a phase when I like went to bed at 11 o'clock, but now I've like phased out of that. And now I'm like, no, guess what? Everyone is asleep. Like I want to read my book in peace like, yeah. <laughs> and not get interrupted, you know, by something or someone. So it's like, yeah. That only time I get that time at eleven o'clock, and I know it's not like healthy, and I don't get probably don't get enough sleep, but like I just need to have like that time to myself, like right. to sit yeah. down and like read, mm-hmm. you know. So that's good and like bad when it's like, oh crap, it's one o'clock and I need to go to bed. <laughs> well, you know, I said I actually found myself saying to my therapist a couple sessions ago. I'm like. I get really excited about bedtime (laughs) because it is like my time. Like Mm -hmm. I know that no one's going to mess with me at bedtime. And then it's like this vicious cycle because I get all excited and like, (laughs) oh, I can read this and listen to this and do that. Right. And then like two o'clock later, I'm like, what the (laughs) hell am I doing? And then, you know, I wake up and I'm like all dragging. Right. Yeah. But that, I mean, I think, you know, bedtime is always something that I, um, you know, already really like. But now that, you know, we're mm-hmm. we're in quarantine, I'm like, I really, really, just like you, also treasure that, mm-hmm. that alone that time. Special you time, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think the other thing, like, I realized recently is, like, I never thought I would say this, but, like, I – and I and this is sort of, like, part of, like, my lifestyle, but, like, I miss being in the car by myself. <laughs> Like when you can like sit and like you're just driving somewhere, you don't have to like do anything else or like feed anybody or put on any music for anybody else. Like it's just me. And it's like, I don't know, it was like my own little bubble. So like, I think finding like those things that are like, just about me has been really super important because, you know, from 630 when someone climbs on my face until like, you know, nine o'clock when they go to when like most of the kids are asleep, like, yeah, it's like it's like a zoo around here, you know. So it's like yeah. I just need some of that, like quiet. No one else is with me around, asking me to do something for somebody. Like that's been really important. Yeah, I think for me, it's <clears throat> I am 
on Zoom literally like 98% of my day. (laughs) Which is ironic because we're on Zoom recording right now. (laughs) Um, And I think for me, it's, uh, it's like when I wake up, I have to mentally prepare myself for, I mean, all of this stuff I have to do on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And it's just, um, you know, like once I get started, it's okay. Right. But but there's just so much fatigue afterwards, Mm -hmm. after every session. And I kind of, you know, just have to psych myself up for it. So, you know, my latest thing that's been sustaining me, right, is it, I actually look in my calendar and I'm like, which meeting do I have where I don't have to turn on my video? <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is, so, so get this, right? So I look at my calendar and when I'm like, oh, I, you know what? I don't have to turn on my video for that one. That means, oh, I can walk around the house and maybe do some dishes or like, mm-hmm. you know, like eat an apple, right? Or something <laughs> like that. So, oh yeah. Okay. So then there's like not turn on my video and also mute myself. <laughs> Right. There's different levels, uh-huh. you know, and that gets me a little excited. Right. So <laughs> so every day, one of the things that I do to sustain myself <clears throat> is like I find these little things, you know, to that I get excited for. I know mm-hmm. it's really silly, but mm-hmm. really having meetings where I can like not have my video on. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> things you never knew you would ever get excited for. Right. Before. I never and I never thought I, I would be one of those that's like, oh. Can I get away with not turning my video on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think I remember like months and months ago, I was like, we're going to go outside every day. Um, And like, I gave up. Um, I totally gave up on that. Um, I didn't, I have, I didn't even step outside the front door today. You know, it was kind of like, gray and rainy and you know it's like I give up it's too much of a a fight to like manage with everybody and not gonna do it I don't want to fight with people and force them to go out even though like I know it's like good for us to like get out and like walk sometimes I'm like you know what no one wants to go outside it's like gray and gloomy it's fine we'll go outside another day you know Mm -hmm. so figuring out you know what things can give and what things like yeah, can't give. I thought that was non-negotiable for like to like breathe fresh air, but now I'm just like, man, <laughs> whatever. Fresh air, optional, optional. optional. <laughs> you know, Sorry, that that it's like <laughs> I don't have to fight that battle with my kids. Fresh air, optional. <laughs> yeah, no, we're just gonna play. They've been we've been playing chess. Like we're just gonna play two more hours of chess inside, and that that's what you want to do. Then. Right. I'm here for it. Yeah. It, it sounds like that's a strategy to sustain yourself too. So pick and choose your battles, right? Yes. Yes. And absolutely. it's okay to not go outside. Mm-hmm. It's okay not to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I like the shower time. That's also just just me and alone. <laughs> that is alone time. No, that is alone time. That is alone time. <laughs> Yeah. So and I think another thing, right, there's, I mentioned earlier, therapy. Oh my gosh, thank goodness for my therapist. I mean, like my, I'm totally out of paying out of pocket for my therapist because I've run out of insurance to cover, Mm -hmm. help cover my therapy, but totally worth it. Like I will forego, you know, whatever (laughs) irrelevant thing I need to buy for therapy. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I switched to weekly. I have a weekly Zoom meeting with my therapist. And thank goodness in Mass, I don't know if it's Massachusetts or just our health insurance, like all telemedicine is like no copay. So this is like 100% like free. What? Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, we're doing once a week. We could do twice a week. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. So, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. If you're in Massachusetts, check, look into it. Make sure you're not paying copays. Well, um, I own my first five. Or, I'm hundred percent out of pocket now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's been like, so such like, it's just been such, so nice just to have like that extra person to talk to, mm-hmm. even though like, so one of the things that she's been saying from the beginning is like, just take it day by day. Like it's oh, just one so day at a annoying. time. I'm like, I don't know if I you can know, take it day by so day. You know why that's annoying? Because she's why right. Is <laughs> she is right. But it's still annoying. Damn it, like, but I it think... is so annoying. No, I get it. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I can't bust out like the new board game tomorrow because like I have like Saturday and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday that's and right. Wednesday. Like, <laughs> what the heck? And now it's like the rest of 2020. Like, <laughs> I feel like I feel a little bit like you need I don't know it's like this like push and pull right like I feel like I need to ration a little bit of like right. my energy to yeah. like well, make it what was that thing you're saying yeah the ration the new Legos yeah right? yeah <laughs> I can't I can't open the whole box right now you know so <sighs> yeah I it's I know uh, so I have to admit that I've been doing something where, um, and I don't know, so I know we've talked about this, but my household, we're pretty um, adhere, very pretty strictly to social, to um, quarantine. So mm-hmm. it includes social distancing. We don't really get together with friends. Um, mm-hmm. And then every time we go outside, we have masks on, right? Mm-hmm. And then when we're outside, like the six feet thing, like we're pretty strict here, okay? Mm-hmm. Because our... Um, in the Bay Area, you know, um, folks are okay for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. But then there are like, you know, those, uh, my friend used the word COVID idiots, right? We're like still <laughs> oh walking God. around, right? And I'm like, I, you know, I can't, right? And so I have to admit, though, right, we've been, tr- we've been, I've been able to find like minded mm-hmm. friends and their families. Mm-hmm who also, you know, very strictly abide by this mm-hmm. and getting together with them because I feel mm-hmm. safe, right. you know, with those friends. And I don't know about you, but oh my gosh, like last weekend I hung out with, uh, we did like social distancing. We went on a hike and we just like hung out, but we're all like sitting far from each other. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it was so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's, it's like not the same, like seeing someone on a screen and like, I went for a a walk in the woods with a friend of mine and just like to be with, like in the actual presence of people Mm -hmm. is like such Mm -hmm. a game changer. Like it's, I didn't even realize, you know, cause I feel like I've been in touch with people, you know, it's like, I'm not like, I'm not in touch with people, but I think the act of like being together, I think. Right, just feels like so different. Even though you're just like, I just want to give you a hug, but I can't. But I wish I could. Like it's so weird, right? (laughs) Delia, I didn't. I like. I kind of knew that I was a pretty rabid hugger before this. Yeah, yeah. But oh my god, (laughs) all I want to do is hug people. I'm like, I'm so happy to see you. I know. Like it's wave from six feet away. Like I don't. It hurts. (laughs) Yeah, I have to. I have to like fully resist not hugging. 
people. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. just, it feels like it's like not right if I can't hug people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. So that's been a challenge, right? Yeah. But, but what's been good is, you know, there are a few friends who just were just like like minded, and I don't have to explain, and it's not mm-hmm. awkward. Why, like, put on your mask? I don't. I don't have to do any of that. And right. And that really has been. Lately, right? One mm-hmm. of the ways that I've been sustaining myself. I think my entire household has been sustaining ourselves. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I never thought like I would be saying this, but like I gave in for sports, you know, and, you know, they're doing, they're doing like socially distant sports, but like my two older kids, like, I think it's just been so good for them, like their spirit and like emotionally, like socio emotional mm-hmm. wellness, like just, for like my daughter, like to p- go play volleyball and for like my son to like go run around and like have do some soccer drills with other kids. Like mm-hmm. it's just been like, do they, <gasps> do, they do it with their masks on and everything? Um, the, yeah, the little, uh, my seven year old does like soccer drills with masks and like we, you know, talk to the, you know, we have like a coach that comes and like runs some like drills with them. And mm-hmm. so it's been like, I felt comfortable with it and just kind of you know, the, in Massachusetts, you know, we're like, we're in pretty good shape. So I feel really, really lucky about that. But just to like, just to like see him like run around with like, th- with literally like two other kids, like two other families, it's just three kids. <clears throat> but I think it's just so good for him. Like oh, just God. the health risk outweighs like the just total benefit of like yeah. being with people. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know, that's, uh, thank you for sharing that. Cause that's one thing where, my kid, I mean, I, I feel like I need to look into that a little more because, um, you know, he spends far too much time in front of the computer. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think like, I, you know, I, I it was just, it, it felt like almost normal in a way, you know, to be like standing, we're here standing out on the side of the field, you know, for an hour while this is going on. And it's like, oh, but that's like kind of normal and here I am like chit-chatting with parents of my you know my son's you know friends like just Mm kind of chit-chatting and that's nor you know just like that little bit of like Mm -hmm. it's almost normal but it's not like Mm -hmm. just kind of felt really good you know yeah (laughs) you have to be somewhere at a certain time (laughs) I gotta I I definitely gotta look I gotta look into that so I know one of the other things we talked about was finding people to lean on, right? Mm-hmm. So not only, I mean, I think like the folks that you see in your kids' sports uh, sessions, right? Mm-hmm. Those are people to lean on. And, I, and this one is very true for me because, you know, you have been one of the people that I've definitely been leaning on, <laughs> you know, this time. And Likewise. I look forward to, oh my gosh, listeners, we have like these weekly meetings I don't even know if they're meetings. Sometimes <laughs> just like conversation, <laughs> weekly event session. <laughs> Sometimes we're like, you know what? Let's not record. Let's just talk. <laughs> we just need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's because our families are leaving us alone, right? <laughs> hey. We love our families, but. <laughs> yeah. So, so in terms of leaning on people, right? What does that look like for you? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that has just sort of felt really hard for me is just, you know, just like feeling really just sort of like on fire to like do something, you know, and like, you know, just bring anti-racist action to my community. Mm -hmm. But like, you can't go anywhere. Right. So like had, you know, so it's sort of like, 
I mean, that feels so stifling in like such a different kind of way where it's like, you you know, it's so hard to like, you can't have a community meeting, you can't have this conversation. Um, But, you know, I think I've been able to find other parents um, in my community who care Mm -hmm. enough to like want to get on a Zoom and talk about this. Um, And so I think that's been really like, as awkward and like hard as that's been, it's also been really fulfilling to say like, okay, there are other parents who, you know, want to just share and talk about, you know, how, what are they doing with their kids, you know, to talk about race and racism. Um, And so I think that was, has been really rewarding to me and, you know, to continue these conversations, even though like school isn't in session and to know that like our principal wants to talk about this. And like, so those things have just sort of given me a little bit of like, hope and other people who are thinking in similar ways and like feeling um, in similar ways. So that's been important for me, I think. Yeah, I have to agree. You know, I'm pretty surprised, but I've actually connected with more people, like different people un- and mm-hmm. unexpectedly and unexpected yeah. ways, right? Yeah. Over talking about, I mean, everything from like, um, uh, I just got in a conversation with uh, a parent in a a different, like a non-anti-racist, you know, action kind of meeting about defunding police, mm-hmm. right, the other day. And then, and then like my book club, right, which is very, I mean, we, we talk about political things, you know, but mm-hmm. we decided this month to read How to Be an Anti-Racist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's like, it it's been really surprising and quite, you know, pleasant, you know, pleasant surprise to find all these, you know, new opportunities. I mean, in addition to that, I have been asked to facilitate so many conversations, right? Facilitate Mm -hmm. and moderate so many conversations because people are trying to find ways to talk about this, right? But they're also trying to set it up in a way where, um, like you, you need, you need to have the conversation facilitator, it ends up being like right. a free for all where everyone's feelings, you know, get hurt, gets hurt, you know? So that, I think that's been, you know, really, really nice um, to see how there, there are a lot of people who are engaging with this, you know, mm-hmm. what is being an anti-racist. Mean? Right. Yeah. 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 So I think that's, yeah, it's been hard and weird, but also, you know, I think I agree with you just sort of like, oh, wow, you know, just sort of different kinds of connections that maybe wouldn't happen, like, if we were just, like, you know, if we weren't stuck to, like, only doing Zoom with people, you know? So, right. yeah, um, I think that's, yeah. yeah, been important. And you know what's been awesome is that there's all these webinars. <laughs> I I mean, like, there's so many that there are some days where I'm like, I don't want to work. I just want to go and go to these to webinars. Watch this. <laughs> You know, some of these webinars talking about sustaining myself, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in uh, last month, I was in um, this training on um, how to uh, by center intervention and how to confront, right, racism, like racist acts, right, in that mm-hmm. moment. And there were like 300 people in that wow. session, right? Shout yeah. out to Hollaback, Hollaback's training, <laughs> amazing, right? I was in there and I was like, wow, 300 people care about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's interesting because like we're home all the time, like doing these things. So I think it's like almost like given my kids like a different 
window into like the kinds of like conversations and like webinars like that I'm a part of. So like my, my seven-year-old is, he always like comes up. I'm like, so most of the time I'm like screen, you know, video off on mute, but my son comes up to my phone and he just starts like swiping. He's like, who's in the zoom with you? And he just starts swiping. (laughs) (laughs) But then he'll ask if he like, you know, why, why is it all women? You know, and like, and I'm like, oh, we have to talk about this. You know, we're like, why is everyone here Asian American? You know, or why does everyone look Asian American? So it's been interesting to kind of good question. You know, say like, oh, yeah, you know. But I think it's it's prompted a lot of different conversations, right? Because like usually it's like, hi, I'm going to a meeting, and they have no idea like where mm-hmm. I went or who I'm talking mm-hmm. to. But now it's like, what are they talking about? You know, why are they talking about anti Asian racism? You know, why do you know? Right. So, but I think it's been. It's been good in a way because it doesn't, it doesn't, I know it's all much more blurred, but it also was like, yeah, like kids, like I want you to know like what I'm doing and why I'm on the Zoom while I'm cooking dinner. And yeah, I'm trying to do this and that, you know, but also it's because this is important to me. And I think I want to be in this space, even though I'm doing seven things right now. Yeah. I I feel like it's good for our kids to see us like doing this work, you know, Right. right? and, and because before, as you said, we were like away, we were physically mm-hmm. away, but you know, mm-hmm. now that they're here, right. And, and it creates more opportunities to be able to talk with them. Right. Right. Yeah. So I know that you're like me, you love podcasts and you love, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what about those two areas that has been, you know, you've been finding that's been sustaining you? Yeah. I, I, I have to admit, I'm like, listening to podcasts is harder now but like books and like books on like kindle has been like super super good for me um wait wait you know what actually i think maybe we should save our recommendations and we should do a podcast on what we're reading books okay okay okay, okay, we can totally do that okay Okay, yes we're gonna we're gonna save all that and dedicate a whole thing on what we're reading okay i will say though the only thing i will say is that you know finding kind of like fun books like you can't just read like how to be an anti-racist like all the time (laughs) like finding like other fun things to read um and my other my other thing is like reading YA is like really great (laughs) yeah you know it's like so you know um the new Jim Crow is Mm -hmm. uh um, available at all libraries right now Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's in California but is it is it available in yours yeah, on, on the ebooks. Yeah, yeah, on ebooks, right? So it's like it's totally available. I was like listening to that, and then also reading how to, you know, be an anti-racist and all that stuff, right? And I'm, and I realize, you know, the thing that I discovered about myself in quarantine, holy crap, I like romance. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I will be. I I never thought I would be one of those people, right? <laughs> but I like romance. I'm not talking about like. The smutty romance. I'm not judging people. Bonus Ripper. No, I'm not, not not that right. But I, I so I've been super into there's apparently this is like whole subgenre of romance novels that are about women who open bookstores or big shops. <laughs> That's a genre. Yeah, I don't even know, but I found like a <laughs> bunch. I'm super into it. Okay. These they're like these British women. I don't even know why. I, I like I think I have to talk to my therapist about it. I don't even know why, but it's just, it's just the right amount of, you know, uh, I think it balances 
these more serious things mm-hmm. that, I, that I spend a lot of time thinking about, right? Yeah. And oh my gosh. I just, I just shared my guilty pleasure with everybody. That's okay. Okay. I'm like, I'm like sitting, I'm like anxiously waiting for, um, I don't know if you've read anything by Jasmine Guillory. Um, she's, she's like her fifth book just came out like, um, yeah, sort of like romance, like women of color, um, like all people of color in her most, mostly people of color mm-hmm. in um, mm-hmm. her books, but I'm, I'm like number like 110 on the wait list for the ebook. Like, please read it faster. Like, I can't wait seven months for this book. Like, <laughs> but I'm gonna read it in two days. So, like, I just need to get it from the library. But <laughs> and I struggle. <laughs> Everybody knows that struggle, right? Everybody's in that struggle right now. But you know, the best part about discovering what a romantic I am, right? Is that mm-hmm. I discovered. K dramas. I I know I'm so behind. I know I'm like so so behind. I know y'all listening are like laughing at me. But so my book club was like, I missed the book club before last of my book club. Shout out to my book club because they they give me so much life. Okay. This is a group of fierce, funny, intelligent women, you know, who, you know, in the in one breath will talk about you know, like incarceration and then the other breath will like talk about crash landing on you, right? So the one that I missed, it was like all this chatter about crash landing on you, right? And then I, and so I was like, you know what? I don't have anything to watch. I'm going to watch it, right? So then, and I don't, I don't watch TV, honestly. Like I don't, mm-hmm. right? I don't, I normally don't have time, right? But I've been like part of my late night, oh, me time kind of thing, <laughs> So I chose <laughs> on a couple of occasions to watch Crash Landing and you, oh my God, Delia, I <laughs> super got hooked. I, you know, like, K-dramas got me, they got me so good, got me so good. Right? I resisted, I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. And then I like, so I watched, I didn't binge it. I don't like binging stuff, right? But I kind of, I'm one of those that just like kind of watches it slow over time. And then like, as it gets towards the end, I'm like, oh, I don't want it to end. You know, oh. <laughs> it was so good. And now I'm like, K-dramas. Who would have thought I'm a romantic? I don't like K-dramas. <laughs> All of that giving me life. Uh, I think that's so important and so needed right now. Yeah. Well, so those are the things that have been getting me through, sustaining me. You know, mm-hmm. um, anything else we didn't get to talk about that you'd like to share with our listeners about what's getting you through and sustaining you? No, I think I think I'm just ironically taking it day by day. <laughs> See, therapist is right. Oh my gosh, you're like it's Ugh. so annoying, but she's right. But she's right. That's why we pay them so much. I know. <laughs> so that that's the therapy for today. Take it day by day. Give them all the Legos tomorrow. Watch all the K dramas, and <laughs> that's it. But, we'll make you know, it to another day. <laughs> we, we will, and it. And you know, the one thing you know to know is that um, as much as as much as we're we're talking about all these things that we did to help sustain ourselves, it's still a day by day thing. It's still messy, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's okay not to have a plan. Right. Yeah. And it's okay to lean on people because you know what happens when you lean on people? 
you make they a catch pod- you. you make a podcast. <laughs> That's what ends up happening. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. They catch you. Yes. They catch you. And then you go make a podcast. Right? <laughs> and then you get on Zoom again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listeners, that's it for us. Another fun conversation with um, with us. Uh, we hope that this episode uh, gave you some ideas and got you thinking about how you sustain yourself because this is a critical time where, you know, if you find yourself stuck in a rut or maybe just needing some ideas on other things you can do, you know, hopefully Delia and I um, inspired you and give you some things to think about, right? Any last thoughts, Delia? No, I think that's, that was the goal. And it's also okay not to be okay, you know, in whatever moment you're in, but just find the people that you need or the resources that will help you be a little more okay. Great. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we're so happy that you've joined us. And we look forward to having more conversations with you soon. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at From Here Podcast and fo- find us on any of your favorite podcast listening apps. So, talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Yay! That was 33 minutes. So, I think you're still recording. Nope. Oh. <laughs>